Hello and welcome to the Secret Adventures of Black People. I'm your host, Nicole Hill. The elders were right, alert, the papers, Paris is everything. My sincerest wish is to bring all of Black America here to Tsuite. I remember dating this guy in college, he's, uh, he's African, and he said he hated Paris. He was like, everyone he knows hates Paris. It's always stayed with me. I wonder what the city looks like through his eyes, you know? Because I don't want to be overly Pollyanna over here, but all I see are lights and music and romance. Is that Pollyanna? Okay, so I'm taking off my rose-colored glasses for a minute to listen to Amélie. She's black and French, and she tells me about how those two identities showed up over Christmas breaks with her family. Well, I'm, I grew up in a very uh, white family, actually, as my, my mother is white and my father uh, is black, but is, uh, is Congolese, actually. So most of the time um, I was going to my French family for Christmas holiday, but sometimes I was going to the Congolese and it was like super, super um, Catholic <laughs> and Christian. Um, whereas in my, uh, in my like French and Spanish um, mother side, it, it was like um, super not religious actually at all. So there was like these two sides of Christmas for me. So what would you be like allowed to do when you went to the Congolese side? What what does like a normal Christmas morning or Christmas Eve, what did you do on Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve, actually, um, it was not on Christmas Eve. It was maybe during like Christmas time mm -hmm. that we were going there. So it was more about like food and prayers and food and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun, but not that fun. It was fun with the cousin, and it was fun with like uh, being together. But it was a, uh, it it was something super, super religious. Mm. Yeah, are you super religious? I'm not actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like the so, French aren't very religious. That seems so strange. But black French are most oh. of the time. So it's it's really something different. No, I mean, not all black French people, but um, people coming from Africa, like um, with African uh, uh, culture, they are more into uh, religion. Even mm -hmm. actually, it's super funny because when you go to, um, to a Catholic church, especially like near Paris, it will be like uh, super black. Even though it's not a, like an African church at all, but just the, the only people who go to church now in France are like uh, uh, black and Africans. 
all call yourselves black there? Like, because you know you're Congolese, like you know where you're from. Mm, no, actually, it's, in France, it's it's super complicated, like the the relation with race, because like you you don't really say that you're black or white. It's something that is pretty much a taboo in France. It's something that like, it's based on um, a principle of um, universalism, I would say, like everyone is equal and you shouldn't say that you're that or that, you're the, you're the same that I am. So for, like for me, it's something super new to say that I'm black and um, like I could say that I was a metis, like a mixed race, um, but it was not something connected to race. It was more something like, uh, because you can see it. And to me, I'm not supposed, uh, I'm not regarded as black. I'm regarded as metis, but you cannot really say black. Actually, this, this, the, the word itself is pretty much a taboo like people when they talk about um, a black person in France they wouldn't say um, he is noir which is the French word for it mm -hmm. they would say um, he's black they would use like the English word because they feel like they cannot say it it's too big to say so wow. so it's super complex because at the same time like people like French people do think that um, they are not racist because they don't name things and because they claim that everybody is equal and everything. And at the same time, they are super racist, of course, like uh, it's, it's normal. It's like prejudices and, uh, and uh, there is a lot of inequalities, but you cannot really talk about inequalities because you're, for instance, there is no like um, racial stats in France. It's forbidden. You can um, you cannot count on like black people or white people or Chinese or anything. You can just say you can just say like poor or rich, and wow. you cannot even know if there is a lot of white poor or a black poor. And this is this is something super French. So for me. I would say that being black is was a process actually. It really? was a, it was a process. Wow. And and like how did you come to calling yourself or do you call yourself black now or do you call yourself Matisse? Or both? Depends. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, now, now both, but like in the past I I couldn't even say I was black. Like uh Wow. I, it was not something on my mind like it, it was not there <laughs> was, wow <laughs> and then what like, made it come on your mind yeah as I said it was a process um, um reading stuff about um race in the mm -hmm. U.S. um reading about like African culture visiting Africa living in Africa um writing about it um but uh, yeah it's pretty much something that happened to me slowly wow. like the blackness <laughs> the blackness came upon you 
Yeah, pretty much actually. Wow. Did you feel black when you were celebrating Christmas with your family, like in the Congolese no. side? Not really. Really? Not really. Yeah, that was the actually that was the that I, I didn't feel white when I was in the, in the in the French part of my family. It felt more natural, I would say, because I were not like this uh, religion uh, mm -hmm. stuff that I couldn't share with uh, the, my Congolese family. Um, but yeah, it was like it was like being um, between two culture and not being a like really able to to share like uh, the strengths of um, of Christmas with them mm. because there were a gap with my uh, my white family and there were there was a gap with my uh, African family and now I know what th this gap was it was also it was race but it wasn't said at this time and is it better now is it different now what is it like now? It's just like, just obvious to me. So now it's not an issue anymore, I would say. Is Christmas time a little easier with your Congolese <laughs> side now? <laughs> Actually, um, I don't know. I don't know. I would tell, I, I could tell you like uh, in a couple of months now, I don't know. Thank you, Amelie, for sharing your experiences with all of us. To hear a little more of our conversation, you can visit patreon.com and become a supporter to access bonus content in earlier episodes. The Black Adventurers I Hope You'll Support Today run the Teens of Color Abroad program. Their mission is to cultivate the next generation of globally conscious youth of color through full language immersion study experiences abroad. You can find more information about them in the show notes and on the secretadventuresofblackpeople.com website. Thank you to my mom and sister and Alana Nevins for story editing expertise this episode. And thank you to you for listening. If you'd like to stay in touch, just go to thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com for all the show contact information and social media stuff. I'm Nicole Hill, host and producer of this show. And I don't mind a good Christmas prayer, especially if it's in French. See you soon for more stories of Black folks holding it down across space and time.